Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Showing Up to Your Life podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns, and yes, I'm excited to be here with you today. I'm actually, it's one of those days where I'm not feeling as excited as usual, you know, just in terms of my own uh, feelings, right? Just having a little bit of a difficult morning this morning. You know, a couple of things have come up that have just caused me to, uh, you know, maybe get off my center a little bit. And um, and this is one of the things that mindfulness is so valuable, right? It makes value. Uh, me makes um, uh, mindfulness so valuable, right? Is that, you know, again, like I always say here, right? And this is just a great example of how this works, right? You know, life is a moment to moment experience, right? It's not a morning, afternoon, evening experience. It's not a daily experience. It's not an hourly experience, even. Certainly not weekly, not monthly, not quarterly, not yearly, not decades, not century, not millennia. You know, this is not how life happens. Life happens moment by moment. And and the reason I bring that up is because if you had been, you know, if, if I had been recording this, you know, say 30 minutes ago, right, when, you know, I had two kids demanding stuff from me. I had, you know, my wife, I couldn't even find her. She was in the shower and I was just really like, you know, it was one of those moments where it was just all of a sudden everything was just, you know, very chaotic and it, and it comes from nowhere, right? Like we don't see it coming, right? Then nobody called me yesterday and said, hey, tomorrow morning around 11, 11 o'clock, you know, you're going to experience an, an overwhelming chaos, okay? So just be ready for it, right? We don't get that kind of notification, right? That's because life happens moment by moment and things happen in a moment and things change in a moment. And that's the beautiful thing, right? Is that is that as we as we contemplate and as we see life, as we perceive life as a moment to moment experience, what all what automatically arises from that is the understanding that in every moment there is an opportunity. Right. In every moment, there's an opportunity to simply let go or accept whatever it is that's causing difficulty and just return to the present moment. Even if we have to do that a hundred times a day, <laughs> right? It's it's a valuable process because because what this enables us to do is enables us to say, okay, in this moment, I can't just hit record on this video because I'm I'm sitting here all flustered and I need to calm myself down. So I need to take this moment and breathe and let go. And I have tools to do that, right? I have tools, a wonderful tool called meditation. And so what I did was I just I went into my meditation space and I and I just let my body come down, right? I let my mind, you know, kind of let go of all the stuff that was creating the chaos. I allowed my body to calm down. Now, most of the time what we do is we we ask you to time your meditations, right? Because some days when you're, you know, you're doing a meditation, some days, uh, you know, 10 minutes goes by and it feels like, wow, that was like, it felt like a minute, right? But there's other days where you're, you know, after a minute and a half, you're looking at the timer to see if you forgot to set it, right? Or start it, right? Because <laughs> you're sure that you've been here for like 20 minutes, but it's only been a minute and a half, right? And so, so for that reason, most of the time, especially in the beginning, what we ask is myself and most meditation teachers will ask is, is that you set a timer, right? Set a timer to, to, you know, for whatever the time is that we agree is a teacher student kind of thing. But set the timer and do that time all the time, right? But there's another way to, to look at meditation, especially if you're meditating 
in a uh, in a moment of of crisis, right? If you're trying to to achieve, you know, a, a calming of the nervous system, right? And so in this case, what I do is I do the opposite. I say I'm gonna sit here until I feel my body calm down. Right. It's a powerful meditation, too, because what it does is it it really forces you to be aware of your feelings. So it's kind of like a body scan, you know, without doing the body scan. It's just a very well. And, and again, I've been doing a lot of meditation for a long time. So so, you know, there's a, a great uh, quote that I often share with my clients. Um, this is a quote that uh, comes from uh, the, the person who trained Bruce Lee. And so the quote is, and I and I, I don't know I don't know the person's name, and this was conveyed to me by somebody who I respect a lot, and I, I know he's he's very well read, and I know that he's probably accurate, or at least he was told this. So I can't confirm that this is the actual quote from the actual person who worked with Bruce Lee, but it's a great quote. Okay, so to the beginner, here's the quote. To the beginner, a punch is just a punch. But to an intermediate, a punch is a hook, an uppercut, a jab, so on and so forth. I don't know any other words for punches. But to the expert, a punch is just a punch, right? And I tell my clients that a lot, right? So in the beginning, you know, it's all we can do to just close our eyes and, and be still, right? And it's like, that's enough. Like, that is, wow, how did I even do that? So meditation is just meditation, right? However we get it done, right? That's meditation is just meditation. But when you get into it, right? After a few weeks, you're starting to really get into it and understand it. And you got, you know, you're doing this practice. Like if you work with me, what you'll do is you'll do a formal meditation practice. You'll do an informal practice and then you'll do kind of a semi-formal practice, right? So there's, you know, that's your hook, your jab, your uppercut, right? But then in the end, once you, and, and it doesn't take long, it doesn't take 10 years to get to this point where you can consider yourself expert in meditation. I mean, you're talking about months, you know, that, that people after a certain point that you've been, and it's not, it's not a time thing, it's amount of practice you do, right? So after you've been practicing for a certain amount of time, you get to the point where you just know, you, you just listen to your body and you know what it is you need to do for whatever circumstance, right? So if it's, and I have another example of that just happened just before things got chaotic this morning. I was, and this was actually, I was really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to talk about this in my video. Let me go. And then boom, like a text message came from my daughter upstairs. <laughs> it was just like roll, it unraveled from there. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, you know, so, so like this morning, well, so just now, you know, I noticed that my, my nervous system was in fight or flight, right? It was just, I was triggered with the chaos and, and my, I could feel my chest. I was, you know, I even like, you know, howled down here in, the, in my basement office here trying to just, you know, just relieve the tension a little bit. Right. And of course, that made everybody think that I'm angry. And of course, that created more havoc, more chaos. And the thing goes on and on. Right. So so I, I felt it right. Like I could feel that. Oh, my gosh, I feel like there's like an elephant sitting on my chest right now. I'm so tense. Right. So now I know what I need to do. Right. It's very clear to me. There is one thing that will help. Well, there's probably many different things that would help me. Like if I had access to a gym, I could go work out and just, you know, let the endorphins do their thing. Right. But but in in the sense of meditation. Right. There's one thing right now that's going to help this. Right. And that is to do a, uh, you know, a, a meditation as long as it takes to feel my body come down. Right. Like that's what was applicable in that moment. 
right? But now just a little while. And so again, that's, you know, a punch is just a punch, right? Like I don't, I didn't like determine like, okay, this is the kind of meditation I need to do this for how long I need to do it. No, I just went and I just closed my eyes and come into my breath, right? A punch is just a punch, right? And then so this morning, just a little, just before this whole chaos descended upon me, uh, I, uh, I was, I was, you know, goofing off on Facebook. Somebody sent me a message. And so I was in Facebook and I was looking, I was like, okay, I got to get to work. And then, oh, Denver music scene. Here's a music video from a young artist. Oh, cool. Let me look at it. Right. And so I, I play this video and it's a, a rap video, right? Very hardcore rap video. Um, there's just one guy, he's, uh, He's like in the back of a like fancy pickup truck and he's walking alongside of a car. He's got like a, a tank top t-shirt on and he's brandishing a couple of guns, right? Now, there's a lot of things that I don't <laughs> agree with with that kind of thing, you know? And I don't I don't promote violence. I don't enjoy when I see violence promoted. I mean, I think that, you know, I think those are big discussions that need to be had, right? I do, and I think that's worth having, and I think they're important conversations, and I think, you know, as a society, I think there's a lot of things that we could look in the mirror before just placing blame. You know, it's not just rap music that creates violence, you know? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a systemic kind of thing um, that I think as a society, as a systemic society, we should look at. We should take a long, hard look in the mirror, and that's my personal political beliefs and stuff like that, right? But here is a, a young person, this kid probably 21, 22 years old, maybe, maybe a little older, I don't know. And there he is, <clears throat> you know, he's making a video and he's he's putting himself out there. He's trying to, you know, become famous. He's trying to make it, right? He's uh his name was Hollywood some Hollywood Hines or something like that was his, his name. You know, he's trying, right? And so and so when I, you know, and, and I really like, again, not my taste in music, you know, I'm, I'm a Jerry Garcia guy, you know, so like, you know, rap music has never been my thing. I mean, I was into the Beastie Boys because they were like my age when I grew up in New York City and like hung out with those guys and stuff. So, I mean, like a little bit of rap, you know, but it's not my thing, you know, and uh, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, and, and again, violence is certainly not my thing. And I think that there are issues with, you know, uh, glorifying violence. And, and when I see a guy here, we had like one like machine gun thing and another pistol in his hand. It was, you know, I, but I watched it and I was like, you know what? This kid's putting himself out there. And again, he's not the first rap artist to have a gun in a music video, right? This is not something that he, he's not the inception of this, right? This is a, something that he's just engaging in. It's already there, right? So I'm watching this video. I watched the whole video and then I, I scrolled down a little bit and saw some of the comments. <laughs> and it just... It broke my heart. It really did. You know, there were people there saying like, oh, what is this from the 80s? Uh, there was another person who was just, you know, like really had strong comments about the guns themselves. And like, you know, like you can tell this person's never really held a gun. Look at the way he's doing that and this and that and this and that. And it was just like four or five different comments that were just so just critical and just but but you could tell that it was critical from a place of. Like the comments the people were making were coming from a place of insecurity, 
You know how you can tell that, right? Like it's not, you know, nobody was there having a political debate, right? People were just expressing their own opinions, right? And, and, but expressing them with anger. And anytime somebody's expressing a, an opinion with anger, generally speaking, they've been triggered, you know? I mean, that's just, you know, like I said here before, if it's hysterical, it's historical. It has very little to do with this young man's video here and has everything to do with what's going on in that person's head to make them say, eh, he didn't really, you know, he didn't really shoot a gun ever. He's faking whatever, you know? And so I read these comments and it just really, it made me very, you know, it, it just brought up some sadness and that's okay. You know, I mean, it's, it's okay. Again, this is not the only person on Facebook who's getting bashed. I mean, that's what Facebook is at this point. You know, it's all just arguments everywhere, you know, so, so it's not, that's not the problem. Right. But, but it, you know, and it's okay that I felt a little bit of, of, you know, sadness from this or a little bit of, of, of difficulty with it. Right. And it's okay to feel that. Right. It's okay. And so, but what, what happens though, then I read the comments and then I, and then in one of the comments, and I think it was the one about the guns or it was something, but the man himself, the person who posted the video, now you have to understand, I mean, this is the Denver music scene Facebook group. So this is just somebody who's like, it's like a demo tape, you know, it's like, he's just putting himself out there. You know, I mean, I'm sure that he 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 had a lot of preparation. I'm sure that he worked really hard to get that video done. He probably had to organize a whole bunch of people. He had to come up with the money. He had to, you know, there's a lot that went into this, you know, but the kid tried it. You know, he really did. He went for it, you know, and he put himself out there and here he is just getting shredded to ribbons, you know. And he made a, you know, one of the, the, one of the comments, you know, and I, I don't remember if it was the gun one or one of the other ones, but, but one of the comments, he, he like, he replied to the person. He says, yeah, that was what we were going for. Thank you for listening. Right now, now, and that's what really got me, right? That, that, you know, and, and again, this is part of what we've been talking about the, here the last few days, right? This young man in this video, right? With the guns and with the, you know, with the pickup trucks and the, the whole, you know, the, I watched one of his other videos on his, on his page and it's all the same kind of stuff, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, just very much glorifying violence and everything like that, you know? So, so when I, I, I read the, the, you know, sort of insulting comments and I expected this guy to come back with just expletive laden, you know, retorts and just, you know, like throwing down here, you know, but it was the opposite of that. What I saw was a young man who just, who wanted so badly to become rich and famous and a, a famous, you know, rap artist or whatever it is. And he's just out there trying. You know, so, so who are we to bash that, you know? And then, and, and oftentimes I think like, well, what's the guy who made the comments about the guns? Like, or a girl, I think it was a woman actually, what's she doing? Let, let me see her video, you know, let me see the, the content that she's created. Let me see what, you know, the, the fruit of, of months and of her labor, right? It's probably not there. I mean, maybe it is, I don't know, but I don't know. And so so when when we're so again, a punch is just a punch, right? And so in that moment, I realized what I needed to do. Yes, for, for the kid, and I, I gave him a positive comment and I, I loved his video and I went on his page, I looked at a couple other videos, and I, I gave him hearts, 
you know, even though I don't, I mean, I don't love the music, but I love him. I love him for trying. I love him for expressing himself. I love him for, for stepping into his power. I love that. Right. And so, and so to get myself right in that situation where I see people just bashing and I'm feeling like, you know, I almost started, you know, wanted to get in there and start arguing with people myself. Right. But that's not the answer. Right. That's not going to help me to get out of this. And it's not going to be helpful to anybody else either, right? But the point is that in that moment, it was very obvious to me what I needed to do to get myself out of the negative feeling that I was starting to feel from these comments and from this bickering and all that, right? And that is a very simple practice of compassion, You know, that's what I needed. I needed to say, like, this boy, this young man, you know, he he's trying and 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 I need to feel compassion for him and for the other people in the group that that are bashing him too. And and the thing is that if I can feel that compassion for these people, well then, you know, I can forgive the guy for the guns. I can forgive him for promoting the violence. I can forgive the person for bashing him. Right. I can say that all of these people are just doing what they think they need to do in order to make themselves happy. And and that's beautiful. Right. Even if that's horrible, like even if it's something that's that's very harmful to somebody, very hurtful, it's still beautiful that you're sitting there doing what you think is right. Even the woman with the nasty comments about the guns like she thought that by expressing herself that way, she was contributing something to the world, to herself, to her husband, to her, her family, to her partner, to her whatever, to her dog, her cat. It doesn't matter, right? She thought that by, by expressing this, I'm going to somehow do something that's necessary, right? And so, so in that moment... Right again, a punch is just a punch. When I started to feel that that compassion for her and for the the young man who made the video and for the guy who made the uh, you know the disparaging comments about the '80s and the other one and the other one and the other, I felt it for all of them. I just allowed myself to to be in touch with that compassion and that forgiveness. And again, it's not for them, right? Like I don't know these people. I'm not I'm not out there messaging everybody saying, "Hey, you know what? I forgive you for your your comments about the guns." If I did that, she would just come back and make another nasty comment to me, right? <laughs> so it's not about that, but it's about me, right? It's about me being able to then answer my phone call when my daughter asks me for breakfast, you know, through a text message at 11:30 a.m. <laughs> right? I can laugh about it. Right? And, and again, you know, then, then right after that, right, I got into this whole chaos with, you know, just one of those moments where it just all culminated, just started boiling for a second. And now I know what tool I need for that. Again, that wasn't for my kids. It wasn't that I got my, my daughter a bagel by meditating, right? But what I did was I primed myself. So now I can come on. I mean, that literally happened like I mean, I came out of my meditation no more than two minutes before hitting the record button on here. Maybe four minutes. Maybe. Right? So it's it, the, the point is that this work allows us to, it allows us to live our life. 
on our terms. Like I said last night in my uh, learning to surf group, you know, there were so many years where I felt like one time somebody said to me that that without mindfulness and without emotional intelligence, it often feels as though you're riding on a horse backwards. And when I heard that, I was like, that's my life. <laughs> I have been riding my horse backwards my whole life. But now I'm in full control. You see how that happens? And I'm not controlling anything outside of me. I'm not controlling the kids or the, the music videos or the, my wife. or any, I'm not controlling any of that. I'm just controlling this. And these tools allow me to be present with my life, right? Because otherwise, you know, that, that thing in the morning with the Facebook, that could have taken hours, right? Like that's the kind of thing in the past. I could have been angry and, and you know, just sort of put off by that for hours. And then the same thing with my wife, right? Or with the kids and the wife and everything. Like that could have taken hours, and there's a whole day right there, <laughs> gone, right? But instead, look, 30 minutes later, boom, back on the back in the saddle <laughs> and facing forward with the reins in my hand, and I'm ready to go. And so let's talk a little bit about confidence, right? Self-confidence, because that's, you know, that's really what I was ultimately, I was planning to talk about that today for the whole episode, but I'll, I'll just spend a few minutes now here. Because what this is, 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 you know, like we've talked about this whole week, how, you know, how, or the last few episodes about how this work allows for self-confidence, right? It allows us to be honest and to, 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 to trust that honesty and trust that, you know, have the confidence in ourselves that we can be honest, right? Trust the confidence, trust ourselves and, and have confidence in ourselves that we can handle ourselves being honest, right? That's what we've talked about the last few the last few episodes. And that really comes from that self-compassion place, right? That, that yeah, even if I do something that's, that looks stupid, like I always, one of the things I wanted to tell you today is that, is that when I was growing up, you know, there were so many times where I just pretended like I knew what people were talking about, right? Because I was too afraid that if I told them, I don't understand, can you explain this to me, that somehow they were going to ridicule me. And it was going to be a, you know, I was, I was a failure, right? I just couldn't allow myself to do that because I lacked a lot of self-compassion, right? But now as I have that self-compassion, I have the trust that it's okay, right? It's okay for me to look stupid once in a while. It's okay, right? It doesn't matter because ultimately asking the question is what's smart, Right. So even if it's even if I'm asking a question because, you know, because even if I appear not smart by asking the question, asking the question is smart. Right. <laughs> you see how that goes. And so and so it's very, very important here. It's very valuable to understand. Right. That 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 the it's not that we have to again, it's not that we have to change the circumstances around us so that we never get to a place of of chaos or or anger or or resentment or anything like that. What it is is building the tools so that we have the confidence that we know no matter what happens, we can always come back. Right. We can always regulate ourselves. We can always, you know, within a half hour of any given moment, I can become who I, I can 
get back to Art Burns, the Art Burns that everyone loves and accepts and wants in their lives, and those who don't, well, that's fine too, right? But the point is that that nobody wants the Art Burns who's yelling. <laughs> nobody wants the Art Burns who's 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 making na- nasty comments on Facebook. You know, that's not anything that any of us need or want, right? What we want is we want the true you, right? And so so the the practices that I'm talking about, right? When you especially when you get to that point where a punch is just a punch, I got this, right? <laughs> then there's nothing but self-confidence here. Nothing but. And that's not to say that I'm any kind of good, you know, like I'm not especially talented at anything, quite frankly, right? But I am brimming with self-confidence. You cannot shake my self-confidence. And that comes from the work. It's very simple. It's very, very simple. Like I said yesterday, you know, it's like the bird on a on a branch doesn't trust the branch beneath it. The bird trusts its own ability to spread its wings and 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 fly when it needs to. So if you would like to learn how to do this, okay, if you want to develop these skills, I promise you it's it's one of the simplest things you can do, right? But it's not that easy. And that's why having a coach can sometimes help. So if you'd like to explore the option, like to just check out what coaching even feels like, you have, you already own an, a, a, a coaching session with me, all right? It's 45 minutes, and it's sitting here for you. All you have to do is schedule it. And you can do that by hitting the link in the description below. And I hope you do, because I would love to talk to you. I would love to teach you some of these tools. I would love to teach you some punches so that eventually it's just a punch is just a punch. All right, everybody. Wish you well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll be back again tomorrow. I hope you all have a great day today. Bye-bye.